Hey, 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 this is Mary. Mary at Mary's Unapologetic. Hi, folks, I'm back. It's been, what, two years since the last time I did a podcast? Um, I apologize. I took like a long hi- hibernation here because, you know, life happens with me. Like with everyone else, life happens, you know. I actually have to deal with teenagers now with their sports. Uh, you know, I call myself an Uber mom. Most of the time I'm Ubering them to their sports, picking up, schools, all that stuff. And not only that, I have three businesses that um, I actually run with my husband. So trying to manage those. And then the home, you know, sometimes it's one of those things where I didn't want to stop doing my podcast, but because I enjoy doing it, I enjoy sharing knowledge and ideas to uh, people who might, you know, have a need of uh, the information that I'm willing to share. But it's one of those things that I have to um, prioritize. And I ask myself that I have to do what's best for my family right now you know I gotta do, I gotta prioritize so um with that said I am actually back so and what a good time or you know good um timing to come back because there's so much going on around us right now you know with the coronavirus the pandemic that's like for me I call it a crisis you know, it's it's one of those things that it's so big that I like to call it a crisis. So that's what I'm going to talk about tonight. Um, there are other stuff out there for us to take advantage on, you know, whether you own a small business, whether you're like um, a sole proprietorship, or whether you're uh, an employee or your um, independent contractors, there are stuff out there right now that the government had actually passed last week. As a matter of fact, it was last Friday that we can take advantage on. So if you don't know anything about it, you can always just, you know, Google it, or I can also let you guys know what's out there. You know, I can put it on my... um, my podcast, I'll put a link of what, you know, like some kind of a reading material that would probably help you guys or even the U.S. um, Chamber of Commerce that they are actually, you know, sharing information of what's out there for us to take advantage on. And it's not just for small businesses. It's also for a regular people like um, my mom or my neighbor you know, if they got laid off or or maybe um, they uh, their hours are shortened, they can take advantage on what's out there. And it's and it's for um, for us to get some help, you know, so that way we're not um, scrambling here, trying to figure out how are we going to put, you know, food on the table? How are we going to pay the rent? How are we going to pay for our insurance? you know, et cetera, et cetera. So there's something out there. So whatever's out there, the wise thing to do is to take advantage. Just do a lot of reading about it. And seriously, if you call or if you inquire, there's really, um, you know, I mean, there's nothing bad can come out of it. It's always a good thing to see what's out there for us, to see what's our options you know. 
So the topic, going to my podcast now, the topic that um, I chose for this um, uh, podcast, it's called Surviving in the New Normal. And the reason why I'm calling this a new normal is because everything we've known from last month is totally different now. It's totally changed. I mean, we have what? Our government basically said, you know, we have to do um, social distancing, you know, and then they shut down most businesses. So even work, you know, where we have to do social distancing. So it's like, it's a new normal. How do you deal with the new normal? Well, there's a few things, you know, I mean, we got to stay busy. And then on top of that, you know, what about for those small businesses? What I'm actually going to talk about is, um, because I'm always, you know, um, thinking of finance, since I own business, and I have people, you know, um, that I work with, or work with me, like an independent, you know, like independent contractors. So what I actually, um, I'm always researching is how I'm going to um, stay my business afloat. And so for me, I always look at other means or ways out there to educate myself to see what's going to be beneficial for me. So weathering the corona crisis or the coronavirus crisis, it's, it's kind of hard, you know, you know, you know, between like personal and then there's work. It's, it's like hard. I mean, for, for us as a family, we try to stay busy. We do, um, reading like my little girl, actually, she's doing, um, a virtual classes, you know, from, you know, with, with her school, the teachers, um, made it available for her where they can, um, connect via zoom. And so they can like do some kind of um, reading or other, you know, virtual classes that needs to be done as well as we have materials that I picked up from school for her. So she'll stay busy. You know, actually, she have so much right now that instead of me doing my stuff, I end up helping her. So I feel like I'm homeschooling my little girl. Now, as far as my, you know, for my teenagers, I told them to keep busy. You know, I mean, they are very active teenagers before the coronavirus happened, you know, they're swimmers. They swim about what, two, three hours a day besides school. So, I mean, how do you deal with those uh, kids that are normally active? Well, I told them to put themselves on the schedule. Like my son still, you know, he still runs or in the afternoon he takes the dog for a bike ride. And then other than that, I also um, gave them responsibilities such as helping me out with the laundries, with the kitchen, you know, with the sweeping on the, you know, with the floor sweeping in the house, et cetera, et cetera. And then I have also, um, a, 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 you know, a, a teenage girl who, um, who hadn't done any, well, I would say like a real workout because I haven't like taken her to a gym. The only workout she got, she's got is like um, from her swimming, you know. But besides that, I introduced the free weights. So yesterday we actually did um, free weights, weightlifting. I told her that we need to uh, 
stay fit so that way when we do go back for, to swimming that she's not like out of shape or anything that she can't keep up you know with her teammates in the pool we gotta keep busy also it's good to stay busy you know so that way your mind is not going bananas or crazy with all the bad stuff that's happening around us you know hearing deaths so many deaths in the news whether it's here in the united states or you know somewhere in europe or somewhere in asia i mean we need to keep busy and um keep our mind also busy so that way you keep your sanity another thing that um i was um gonna cap on as far as my um podcast tonight is um how do you deal with the business aspect of the crisis that's going on right now? You know, as I said, we're business owners. I want to stay afloat. How do I keep my business afloat? Well, you know, um, we have marketing stuff out there. All I can do is post stuff on my um, sites or social media that we can book weeks ahead of time, give them an option to do that. So that way my customers are not at a loss and don't know what to do. And then not only that, you know, there's other stuff that I, uh, that I try to be creative, you know, with is that either booking weeks ahead of time. So that way, once we're done with this, then we can like go ahead and service my customers again, or we can also do, because we're in the auto industry, we can also do just like um, a no touch, no, um, um, you know, um, customer interaction kind of service. Basically, what what it is, is that they would just drop their car to us and then we'll disinfect everything before we work on it. And then once we're done working on it, we also disinfect it before the customer picks up the car so everything is like pretty much no um person interaction it's just you know everything is like virtual kind of stuff luckily we're in the other industry that we're um, able to do that you know and we don't book a lot of customers it's like we actually um what do you call this um make sure that I'm not getting a lot of um, um, people booking all at the same time. That's the word. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look for the word. And I, it's like my mind just went blank right now. So basically what I'm doing is like I'm doing it um, sporadically. It's not like every time, you know, only first of all, only when somebody inquire and they want to do it. And then if they, if for, for whatever reason they want to do it, then we do our precautionary measures to practice safety so everyone is safe, including the customers and us. Like I said, my shop is by appointments only. And even with that, it's like one customer at a time, you know, or even one customer a day. And if that's if every day I have something, because we're not supposed to be doing anything. So that way, you know, so that that's why we don't do a lot of traffic. That's the one I wanted to say. A lot of traffic. Um, and then, you know, some auto industries or, you know, automotive stuffs are exempt. So they can still do business, but that's if there's business out there. Some people, they don't want to like do anything because 
there's a lot of uncertainty right now, you know, with, with this coronavirus crisis. So the stuff that I will like to uh, cap on is that what stuff out there that a business can actually do for, you know, for, you know, for themselves to stay afloat. And one of the stuff that I actually, um, um, basically research on the, you know, the main thing is that when actually before the stimulus package bill was passed, I was already, my mind was already going like a thousand per minute trying to figure out how do we, how, how can my business stay afloat? How do I, um, make this, um, you know, creative for us so that way we're not losing our customers? How do I, you know, stay in touch with my customers? How do I let my customers know that, hey, we're still here for you? So those are just stuff that went through my head. And that's why I told my husband that, hey, we need to put something out there especially, you know, put, post it on our website or other social medias that we have, such as Instagram, Facebook, you know, whatever, you know, digital marketing we're doing out there, that we need to let our customers know that we're here for them. We're still here. So anyone who is wanting to get their, you know, car fixed, we can still help them. Obviously, we're going to, you know, I'm also big on letting my customers know that we take precautionary measures. I want to make them feel safe and comfortable. And these are the stuff that I have to put out there so that way they're not, you know, like wondering or they're not like um, asking that question to themselves. Like, how do we even like, you know, you know, so that way they're not scared, basically. So we put something out there for our business, letting my cus- you know, letting our customers know that we're here for them, and these are what we're doing for our customers and for the bit for our business, you know, so that way, you know, everyone or everybody's safe. Then the other thing, you know, that's what I would call like probably what you do as far as you know what's the new business strategies now because. That's what I would call it because what we know back, I don't know, last month is totally different than what we're dealing with now. So we have to have a new business strategies, right? So these are the stuff that's just, um, I, you know, discuss and put out there with my, um, people I work with, you know, people who's doing our marketing and that's usually my husband, you know, um, Right now, it's like it's one of those things that um, we talk uh, we talk about stuff, the current situation, so that way we can ping pong ideas in our, you know, and share ideas, so we can come up with something that would help our business to stay afloat, or businesses. And then um, the other stuff that I also um, research on is this stimulus package that the government put out there. I want to take advantage of that as a business owner or as a small business owner. If there's something out there that I can qualify on, especially, especially if it's something that's like a grant 
that I can qualify on, why not? I want to take advantage of that because what it is is that borrowing a loan is one thing, but borrowing a loan and then later on, you know, get forgiven, those are free money. So you want to like take advantage of that opportunity. So if there's free money out there for small businesses like like what I have, then take advantage of that. So I'm going to actually um, talk a little bit about that. But to actually find out more information, it's always also good to um, call your bank or an SBA bank that is working with the government, you know, federally, because they will know more about it. But since it's been out there, everyone is trying to do the same thing. So it's hard to get a hold of someone. So you might have to be, um, be patient, you know, you need to like, um, keep just calling them to find out more information. But other than that, I did my due diligence and to see what's out there. And what I actually found out there are information. One of them actually is information from the experts. It's like a webinar thing from the experts, you know, at U.S. Chamber of Commerce that, you know, this is when, when I say U.S., this is like United States, you know, it's a nationwide thing, Chamber of Commerce, and they actually had an, an um, direct contact with the White House while, they were, while this bill was actually being um, drafted. So as it was being drafted, they already know what's going to be out there for us, make available for us. And that's one of the stuff that I can actually share with you. Another thing that I wanted to share with you is called mints. Mints is like just basically a summary of what Coronavirus Aid Relief Economic Security Act. So it spells CARES Act. So basically what that is, is that it summarizes, you know, that there's this stimulus package and under this stimulus package to help us, you know, small businesses, independent contractors, regular people. There's so many provisions and some of those provisions actually are um, regarding the payroll protection program. So for small businesses that have actually payroll, you can probably apply for payroll protection program. And if it's not the payroll protection program, there's also the idle. It's idle. It's actually economic injury disaster loan. You know, this is all SBA 7A loan. So Right now, if you're probably going to Google it, there's not that much information about the one that just passed last week or last Friday because it's so new. They're still drafting stuff and they're still trying to get some banks to actually uh, participate on this. So the, your best bet is probably call your bank, whoever you bank with, to find out if they're already participating with this um, programs. And if it's not you know, figure out which one or if they will in the future because it's so new, nothing is um, placed in, you know, concrete yet as well as nothing is that much organized yet. All we know is that what was written as far as the bill and what's going to be out there, but it's not, um, 
it's it's not in place yet with the other banks. And then there's also the loan forgiveness. The loan forgiveness is basically what that means is that um, if you want your loan to be, you know, I mean, if you borrow a loan later on, it can be a loan forgiveness, meaning that, you know, like a grant, you don't have to pay, you don't have to pay it, but you do have to pay the interest rate. And I'm going to go, I'm going to get into that later on. And then there's also for just regular people, there's also um, another one that said pandemic unemployment assistance. So if none of this apply to the regular people out there, you know, regular employee, let's say you got laid off or you got um, furlough or something like that, you can always also take advantage of the pandemic unemployment assistance that they have in the bill. Okay. Um, these are the stuff that's out there. So you have to f find out what's valid though or what's not. So when you're researching something there, you have to make sure that the information that you're getting is actually from a good source because some of the information out there is not accurate. And if it's not accurate, then obviously you're reading materials that are gonna um, be incorrect. And if you have incorrect information, then you could be making bad decision, you know, because um, you don't have the right information. So it's always important to make sure that the information you're getting out there is actually, you know, coming from a good source and it's actually an accurate information. Um, going back to, let's say here, the strategies, you know, for small businesses, like for me, I already mentioned to you guys about reaching out to my customers, as well as, let's see here, um, being creative on my digital marketing, you know. Another thing that I was thinking too is, let's say if I'm a, right now, I don't have actually, the only employees I have are myself and um Mike, but depending on how your business is set up. So if your business is set up a sole proprietorship, there are stuff there for you to take advantage on under this um, uh, CARES Act. And if you're not, let's say you're an LLC, that's also, there's also more um, stuff for you to take advantage on, you know, under the CARES Act. The other thing that I wanted to um, talk about is that when you're actually have employees, going back to that, you don't want to um, let go of your employees because the CARES Act actually specifically um, supposed to work for small businesses that have employees and also the one without employees, you know, whichever one, because there's so many provisions, you know, you just pick and choose which ones you're actually going to be use, using or which one actually applies for your business. You know, not all of them is going to um, work for your business. You know, you have to figure out what your needs are for your business. 
then you can, and then from there, you can decide which one you can take advantage on as far as this CARES Act. Now, as far as the employees, you don't want to let them go. If anything, if you're worried about payroll, there are stuff out there now that you can take advantage on to be able to um, keep your employees either full-time or, you know, even your part-time employees. And as far as paying them, I read something that if you keep your employees as a matter of fact, for eight weeks or until June, from from the time that you filled out the application and the time that I, you know, probably you got approved or the time you filled out the application till the time, like what, June? That's probably what, eight weeks? Or if this thing continues, it can even like extend. They can actually help you out with the payroll. And, you know, you can get a loan to help you out with the payroll. And then later on, you can get um, um, reimbursed for that. So as much as possible, you want to keep your employees. The only reason, too, that you want to um, keep your em- em- employees is because if you let go of your employees or, empl- you know, however many employees you have that you can't afford, as, you know, if you let if you let them go, you might not be able to replace them later on. And not only that, if you do replace them later on with new employees or new people that works for you, then that, that those people are gonna you're gonna have to start from the bottom up again. You know, like training this you know training the new uh, employees making sure that this is the right fit for your company, et cetera, et cetera. So it's almost like starting new. I remember when I um, was reading stuff about HR, you know, because that's one of the stuff that I uh, specialize on, is that when you keep your, you know, when you hire people, you want to make sure that this, you know, people that you hire will actually... um, stay with you for the long time. So that's why when you interview, you want to make sure that the person you're interviewing, you're ask, first of all, you're asking the right questions and you're actually, you know, figuring out if the applicant is the best fit for you or not. Because if it's not, and then the, the relationship between your company and the um, new employee basically suddenly um, ended, then now you're going to have to go through the, through the process of hiring new employees, then training that person. You know, that takes time. Sometimes it's like, what, a month, two months, three months, depending on what they need to do. So when you train them, it's like a money, like I wouldn't say loss for the company, but it's, it's a money, it's, it's another expenditures. So as much as possible, if you're going to, hire employees, you want to retain them for the longest time. So you're not going through like um, a lot of turnover as well as training, you know, training them because we would, you know, companies usually waste a lot of money training people. So that's why you want to make sure whoever you train that they're going to be with you for a while. And it's a good fit. That's why you want to hire people that's a good fit for your company. So that's why it's good 
not to let go of your employees. And then if you don't let them go too, I think you have more benefits with this um, CARES Act. Um, another thing that uh, as a company that you probably would want to do when you're um, trying to strategize for the new normal now is to communicate, communicate, communicate. When I say communicate, 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 you have your manager, you have your assistant manager, or if it's a small and pop business, you know, everyone who's involved in the business should be communicating, should be like sharing ideas. You know, you should empower actually the people that work for you or with you, how we can solve this problem that we are in right now. You never know. They might have bright ideas. Maybe they might have ideas that you've never thought of. You know, I mean, that's why there's a saying out there. Two heads are better than one. Well, in my case, more heads are better than one. (laughs) You know, but I'm all about communication. You know, especially when you're running a business, communication is very, very crucial. And it's an essential You know, you always have to um, get new ideas or share ideas or troubleshoot problems. And you do that by communicating with the people that you work with or the people who works for you. You know what I mean? So it's always, always important to communicate. You know, I'm stressing this enough to communicate with people you work with. So these are the stuff that, you know, it's like the new normal that we have to um, deal with right now. You know, what is it? Business strategies, retain your employees, what, communicate. Those are the stuff that's actually going to help. Then on the, um, what do you call this, business part of it, you know, part of the actually um, strategies that you should be um, doing for your business right now because we are not, you know, Um, we're not on the probably old business plan that we had like a month ago. We're, we're having to deal with the new normals now. So another thing that, um, I already mentioned is that, you know, communicating business businesses or your company should be communicating with your customers. Like what I said before, you know, through social media and then giving them assurance about safety, et cetera, et cetera, or even sending them just an email blast you know, sharing um, information about your company so that way they don't forget about you. And and obviously, if if you're always out there communicating with your customers, then they're going to remember you. That's actually a positive thing that you, you know, that can, you know, your, your, your company can benefit from. Okay, so let's see here. And I think I pretty much cover the stuff that I wanted to cover as far as the new normal. I actually wanted to elaborate on what's out there as far as the CARES Act. I'm not going to elaborate on a lot of them because there's so much. That's why I'm going to put a link on some reading materials that you guys all can benefit on if you actually read it or listen to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Um, if you, um, just look into it, it would educate you on things that, what 
you know, things that you should be doing for your business or how you can um, deal with this new normal, you know, so that way you're not worried of the, of the uncertainty. Business has a lot of uncertainties. And that's what I found out when we started the business 20 years ago. And me, I don't like the uncertainty, but you know what? We can't avoid it. The only thing I can do, though, is trying to figure out what's out there that at least a little bit of control of that uncertainty will give me like a peace of mind. So that way, I'm not worried. And obviously, I don't panic because I, you know, I'm trained not to panic. My past jobs was working in the um, hospitals. And one of the stuff that I've learned to do, the first thing we've learned to do was not to panic when we're in an emergency situation. But going back to the business, I always like, always thinking if I just do research here and research there, find out more of the stuff that I want to like know or control in regards to the uncertainty of business or running a business, then that will, you know, help me as far as how or what direction I need to take to, you know, direct our businesses. So that way we're not um, worrying because worrying actually, it's not good, you know. I mean, it's okay to worry, but then to dwell on it, it's really not that good. So I try not to dwell on things like that. So anyways, the loan forgiveness, because I told you that I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in detail. The loan forgiveness actually is that I think it starts as you applying for a loan. When you apply for a loan, later on, if you retain your employees, all the employees that you've had, or if you already um, let go of some of those uh, employees and you decided to retain them after you applied for the loan, you don't get penalized for that. They, you would still get the full benefit. Actually, you get more benefit if you decided to um, rehire the people that you let go. So the way it would start is that you'll, uh, you'll apply for a loan. And then later on, if you actually retain all of your employees, you know, this also covers... Um, you know, health, you know, your health benefits, you know, medical benefits and, you know, other, other, um, you know, other things that a business have. So anyways, if you retain all your employees, your, um, your loan can be, um, qualified for loan forgiveness and the way they will figure it out or the way they will calculate it is basically they will add your payroll, your rent if you're leasing a shop, like in my case, or let's say you have a mortgage interest that you're paying, or or the utilities, you know. So basically, all these four things, four categories, payroll, rent, your mortgage interest, and your utilities, they will add those up. And then it's for the eight weeks. So the eight weeks is what, two months? Because the way I'm looking at it is that I pay my my lease for my shop what once a month so that's why i'm saying eight weeks the way they talked about it was eight weeks so the way i'm looking at it's like two months so you add all these bills together and then 
those are the ones that they were actually going to be forgiven. And then I think the way it works is a dollar for dollar and up to the money that you borrow for the loan. So the thing with it, though, is that let's just say I'm going to do the calculation because I figured, you know, I figured, hey, should I apply now for this loan or not? You know, I mean, there's nothing, there's not a lot of stuff out there, but then there's websites that um, actually it's, you know, it's out there. It's the um, disaster. Let me see what it is. It's actually the, let me see here, disaster unemployment insurance program. So what I did, it's also an SBA loan, SBA and I don't know if there's a, I think there's nothing out there yet for SBA 7 loan because like I said, this thing is so new, they're still trying to organize it. So basically the way I made a decision is that, look, I need to apply now because nothing is final anyway until I sign the paperwork, right? Because they're going to need your signature. So if I don't sign that paperwork, then nothing is finalized. But the way I'm looking at it, if I apply now, then obviously my application is out there. Somebody's going to look at it and review it, da-da-da-da-da, and somebody's going to try to get a hold of me. And if they try to get a hold of me, whether it's via email or phone call, they're going to, you know, personally talk to me. And then whatever questions I have, I can ask them personally because, like I said, nothing is set in stone yet because they're still trying to organize this. So, therefore, there's a lot of what-if should have been or could have been, et cetera, et cetera. So I figured if I go ahead and fill up the application, I'm halfway there. I don't have to wait. I don't have to be probably waiting forever when everyone's trying to go and apply for this all at the same time. So I figure I'm already, I got my foot at the door. Okay. I'm, I'm almost halfway there. So, and um, the way I'm looking at it, even if I, let's say, applied for the loan and then they're saying, okay, Mary, you might qualify for the loan forgiveness. So if that's the case, I have to, I don't have to pay for the loan or the principal, but I do have to pay for the interest rate. And usually the interest rate is between three to four, three to four percent. If the interest rate is three to four percent, I figured, is this actually worth for me to do? or worth for me to apply for, you know, for this loan, because I don't want to apply for a loan that I probably can still get by, you know, with the um, reserve money that I have for the business. But I don't know when it's going to run out, right? Because we don't know how long is this social distancing is going to last. We just know that it's supposed to be the end of April. But do we know that for sure? No, everything is like unknown right now. We just have like a, you know, like a, 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 time but we don't know that that's for sure so I want to be proactive out there and see what's my other option that's why I did this so anyways the way I made a decision on this is that if I go apply for the loan obviously I'm thinking okay do I really want a loan that's gonna like cost me probably more money because it's what three to four percent interest rate but then I calculated really the principle if I were to end up borrowing six to nine thousand or even like six to ten thousand and that's the principle what's the three 
to 4% of that loan. It's not that much. So if anything, it's always probably, in my case, I think it's worth it to apply for a loan that possibly with a high probability that my loan, the principal on my loan will be, you know, forgiven. It could be a grant loan. And if it's a grant loan, it's good for me because it's free money. And I just have to pay for the interest rate, which is fine. You know, what's 9,000 versus what? 100 to 200 probably interest rate. I mean, that's, this, is, this is how I compare whether something is worth for me to go for or not. So anyways, I, you know, decided to do this. And anyone out, anyone out there who's a small business owner, you guys should, you know, look into all the provisions, you know, identify what, you, what your company needs are. You know, whether it's the um, payroll protection program or whether it's just a loan to kind of like stay afloat until this coronavirus disaster or crisis is over. Or maybe you can just apply for, an, you know, just a regular economic injury disaster loan. But whatever it is, find out, do, you know, be proactive out there. Find out what's out there that you can qualify on. And if it's a grant, that's even better for you. You don't have to pay for that loan, you know. As much as possible, we want to stay around, right? So we want to keep the small businesses around. So that way, um, we can grow our economy again. You know, us business owners or small business owners, pay taxes is what drives the U.S. economy. So um, with that said, I actually just want to end my podcast here. You know, I've said what I needed to say. And I'm what, almost 45 minutes into my podcast. I hope I didn't bore you guys to death. I do, um, you know, want to share a small funny stories here about my kids, you know, how they're dealing with the coronavirus thing, since they don't have to get up on time to go to school. While some of my teenagers are on the night school here, like what my friend said about her boys. You know, they're, you know, some of my teenagers are in the, I don't know what kind of a night school they're sign up with, because, you know, some of them are still up until one o'clock, snacking, or playing with the dog. Then, because the teenagers stayed up late, <laughs> teenagers are not getting it up, not getting up early either. They're still in bed at like what ten or eleven a.m. in the morning. They're like on a different time zones. I told them to actually have some kind of a set schedule. We've been in the what? been what more than 10 days and I and I think we're still gonna be doing this until after um, spring break I'm probably assuming what um, the end of April or something like that so it's not too late we still have almost like a month into this I told the teenagers to have some kind of a set schedule one of them is you know but the other one is like on a different uh, time zone here. It's okay. I'm not sweating it. You know why? Because once in a while, I want to give them a break. 
because when we were busy with sports and etc etc you know like school sports then practice then studying they were good um they were actually good kids they're always on time and always doing what they're supposed to do so uh, with the coronavirus crisis we're doing i'm giving them a break anyway folks this is it i'm saying goodbye until next time probably in a couple of weeks i'll see here see you guys no, well not see you guys i'll be talking to you guys again good night